prepare your ears for some weird candy. Hey, hey, what's going on, my fellow weirdos? Uh, hope everybody's doing all right. Welcome back to Weird Candy. Happy Tuesday to you. I hope the butthole of the work week isn't kicking you too hard. Um, I want to say thank you guys so much for the support. Man, it is just fantastic. You guys are amazing. And uh, hopefully, you know, we can just keep kicking out awesome stories that you guys enjoy. Um, I do want to recommend that everybody check out our Facebook page, Weird Candy Podcast on Facebook, and then uh, feel free to drop us an email, man. Let me know if you, there's something you would like to hear talked about. Uh, it's weirdcandypodcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got, so uh, let's get weird. Today, we're taking a little trip across the pond. Uh, England is one of the oldest continually functioning countries. While most Americans tend to think of overcast skies and, you know, more than their fair share of rain, the country is also known for some of the most beautiful scenery found on Earth. After spending some time on different sites, you know, covering some of the strangest, strangest legends from all over the globe, I came across an old Celtic legend of a household spirit which can be helpful or male- malevolent. Excuse me. Wow. That was harder than it should have been. <laughs> uh, it, it can be attached to a particular piece of property or a particular person. As this entity made its way into English folklore, it became known as the Bogart. The first written report, uh, at least that I could find, uh, was in a book titled Dialect and Folklore of Northamptonshire by T. Sternberg, and it was published in 1851. I, I guess stories of these little bastards, they're, they're pretty old, apparently. Um, the descriptions, they, they vary wildly from tale to tale. In one tale, they're said to be, quote, rather squat, hairy, and smelly. I mean, it sounds like somebody you'd see in an alley behind a shady-ass bar at 2 in the morning who's trying to bump a smoke from you. <laughs> uh, in, a, in another tale called The Bogart of Longar Hedy, Hedy? Uh, the being is described as, quote, the size of a calf with long, shaggy hair and eyes like saucers. Uh, <laughs> ah, yeah. Sorry for the pause. Uh, man, I'm, I'm trying really hard to imagine that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, it continues. Uh, it trailed a long chain after itself, which made a noise like the baying of hounds. Like, what the fuck kind of chains are those? Like, uh, um, may- maybe the Bogart was dragging in- invisible dogs behind him. You know, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> hounds of hell. Who knows? You, know, you, you see the chain, but you don't see the dogs. And that's where the baying comes. Yep. Boom. Done. Solved. Mystery. Over. Uh, <laughs> another tale called the uh, Horbury Bogart claimed that it, quote, resembled a great hairy beast with big red eyes and smelled of dead meat. Damn it. <laughs> Why does everything supernatural have to have, like, glowing red fucking eyes? Oh, I'm so tired of the glowing red eyes. That's, oh, terrible. I don't know. There's just something about that. Maybe maybe that's why they all include it. You know, there's something about like you know, you're looking out in the dark and seeing these like glowing red eyes. It just seems so nefarious. Ugh. Uh, the legend of the Bogart has actually even been borrowed from and pretty heavily, you know, in, in quite a bit of pop culture. Uh, in the Harry Potter universe, they're described as shapeshifters whose true form is unknown, but they transform into the beholder's worst fear. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, in C.S. Lewis's The Chronicles of Narnia, the creatures called Boggles are based heavily on the Bogart. Uh, in Narnia, they're described as being, quote, fat, 
slow, with an enormous nose, kind of like a pig. <laughs> Damn, man, these things cannot catch a break. I, I, I kind of feel like I'm bullying them. <laughs> I don't want to be a bully. That's bullshit. Uh, don't be a bully out there. Yeah, if you're listening, do not be a bully. That's just a pussy way to go about life. Um, anyway, the list of modern popular culture using the likeness of the Bogart, I mean, it goes on for quite a while. Uh, there, there's a series called Septimus Heap that borrows heavily from the legend, as do the, you know, the Spiderwood Chronicles. Uh, in 2014, a fantasy film called The Seventh Son, uh, the, pro- the protagonists are attacked by an enormous Bogart while on a journey. And, and I have to admit that all of the pop culture references, you know, it kind of blows my mind. Like, like, how in the hell had I never heard of these things? It's crazy to me. Uh, one pretty interesting story that I found, it goes all the way back to 1890. It comes from a collection written by Edwin Sidney Hartland. I mean, damn, is that not one of the most English-sounding names you've ever heard? Ooh, I'm Sir Edwin Sidney Hartland. <laughs> no? Nobody? Just me? All right, fine. Moving on. <laughs> anyway, the, the story is called uh, English Fairy and Other Folk Tales. The, uh, the, the tale goes as follows. Quote, In the house of an honest farmer in Yorkshire named George Gilbertson, a Bogart had taken up his abode. He here caused a good deal of annoyance, especially by tormenting the children in various ways. Sometimes their bread and butter would be snatched away, or their pot ringers of bread and milk be capsized by an invisible hand. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the bastards are allergic to gluten. You know, they're like, ah, get that shit out of here. <laughs> you know, I'll bet, I'll bet they didn't even think about that. No, they only thought about themselves. See? Typical. Fucking selfish. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, let's continue. Uh, for the Bogart never let himself be seen. At other times, the curtains of their beds would be shaken backwards and forwards, or a heavy weight would press on and nearly suffocate them. All right, we're, we're starting to get a little creepy, you know. That doesn't sound good. The parents had often, on hearing their cries, to fly to their aid. There was a kind of closet formed by a wooden partition on the kitchen stairs, and a large knot having been driven out of one of the deal boards of which it was made. There remained a hole. Holy shit! I almost had a fucking stroke reading that, I swear. <laughs> oh. Anyway, th- th- this next part... Uh, ah. This next part is certainly going to cause some cerebral hemorrhaging. I, I promise. Uh, spare, with th- sp- spare with me on this one. God damn it. Oh, this is going to be good. Uh, <laughs> the Bogart, at length, proves suck a torment that the such a torment. Excuse me. Wow. Hell of a typo. <laughs> Is that perfect timing or what? Uh, the Bogart at length proved such a torment that the farmer in his resolved to quit the house and let him have it all to himself. This was put into execution and the farmer and his family were following the, uh, following the last loads of furniture when a neighbor named John Marshall came up. Ah, shit. Here we go. Oh boy. Um, well, Georgie, and Scar, you're leaving Told House at last. Hi, Johnny, my lad. I'm forced to it. For that villain Bogart torments us so uh, we can neither rest fleet nor day for it. <laughs> I hope I'm. I hope I. I hope I'm not sounding too horrible with this. Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Oh boy. Ah, it seems like to have such a malice again to poor Barons. It almost kills my poor dame here at Thoughts on. And so, uh, you see, I'd, I'd bang thee if I'd known that thou'd been there. I wouldn't have stirred a peg. Nay, nay, it's no use. Mally, 
we may as well turn back again to old hoose to be tormented another that's not so convenient <laughs> I don't know I, I, guess, I guess I went to Scottish there or something <laughs> wow oh man I have no fucking clue what the hell any of that actually meant uh we're, we're going to pretend that what he meant was, <laughs> look, this fucking Bogart won't let me and the fam enjoy our bread, so we're out of here. Fuck that bastard. <laughs> oh, man, that was, uh, that was uh, uh, fun, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, moving on. <laughs> Another piece of folklore related to the Bogart is the tale of the Grizzlehurst Bogart. According to a story pub, pub, uh, published in 1861, an elderly couple recounted their experience as follows. There's a Bogart buried at a nearby bend in the road under an ash tree along with a cockerel. Uh, which, if you're a normal, everyday person like myself, uh, then you also have no fucking clue what a cockerel is. Uh, apparently it's a young rooster. <laughs> Who knew? See? Expanding minds. That's what we're all about here. Uh, <laughs> a young cockerel with a stake driven through it. Even though the Bogart is buried, it still manages to cause trouble. Just two weeks ago, my wife had heard doors banging in the house at night. Uh, not, not sure why he didn't hear it. You know, it doesn't really say, I guess maybe she's a lighter sleeper, but, uh, anyway, sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, had heard doors banging in the house at night, followed by loud laughter. When she looked out the window, she saw three candles casting blue light and a creature with red burning eyes leaping about. Ooh, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Oh, again, with every evil fucking creature having glowing red eyes. Oh, it drives me fucking crazy, man. I swear. Uh, the couple claimed that the spirit had unhitched their horses and overturned their cart on several occasions. Uh, at least, you know, at least they let the horses go, right? You know, maybe he's not so bad. You know, he's like, hey, I'm going to fuck with your shit, but I won't kill your horses. Like, <laughs> hey, doesn't seem so fucking bad to me. So get out of here. <laughs> Uh, they also claimed that after each encounter, they found several cloven hoof prints around the property. I'm sure that they were 100% not from any of the animals on their farm. Hey, it's not like they're on a farm. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, some of the stories of the Bogart actually start off, you know, pretty decent, uh, to be honest. They, they tell tales of the entity being, you know, not at all malevolent. Uh, hell, they even say that it was pretty helpful. I mean, how's that for a plot twist? Dun, dun. I mean, like a, like a law and order like dun, dun, is, is, is definitely merited there. Uh, one example is the story of Barcroft Hall. Initially, this particular Bogart was you know, unusually helpful, going so far as to assisting the farmer with everyday tasks and appearing you know, to be eager to please the farmer. Even though it, it never showed itself, it, it would often speak to the farmer from the darkness. Well, that's not fucking creepy at all. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, farmer, you want some help? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. My accents are horrid. Ah. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, bully. Um, you know, all was well until one night when the farmer's son decided that he was going to wait up and catch a peek of the creature. Yeah, it figures. Everything's going fine, and Mr. Young, dumb, and full of uh, so, some kind of ignorance. Yeah, yeah, I know what you thought I was going to say. Yeah, you thought I was going to say something else, didn't you? Uh-huh. Jeez, get your mind out of the gutter. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, as, as the boy was waiting, he noticed what appeared to be a small, wrinkled old man dressed in tattered clothes. An attempt to uh, reward the, uh, quote, old man for helping his pa... You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what all little farm kids called their pappy back in the old days, right? Come on, Paul, right? Uh, oh, no? Just me? 
<laughs> All right. Uh, the boy gave the Bogart a pair of suitably sized clogs. That's a quote. Like, <laughs> you know, no one's seen this thing. Like, how the hell did he know what size would be suitable? You know? It could have been, like, little tiny kid's feet, or, you know, it could have been fucking, like, Bigfoot, you know? I don't know, maybe from the hoof prints, they gave him a, a hoof-size uh, pair of clogs, you know? <laughs> um, it turned out that this was an incredibly bad idea. After receiving the gift, the Bogart became cruel and vindictive, going as far as to destroying the farmer's crops or to ruining and breaking the family's few worthy possessions. After the farmer woke up one morning and found his prize bull on the roof of the house, he decided that enough was enough and that he and the family were going to beat feet and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> um, couple questions on that. Yeah, uh, how in the fuck did they not wake up to a fucking bull being put on their roof? I, what, it just stood there silently? Get the fuck out of here. Uh, two, I've honestly got to admit that uh, that wouldn't actually, like, scare me. I mean... Yeah, it's pretty fucking strange, but scary? Eh, not so much. It's actually almost more, like, impressive. You're like, God damn, what else can you do? <laughs> like, put the bull on the roof? Get out of here. You're pretty strong, man. What the hell? <laughs> Ooh. Eh. Sorry, Mr. Bogart, but you're going to have to do a little better than that, you know, to scare me. I'm sorry. but Again, impressive. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm dwelling on this way too long. Uh, after packing up his wagon, the farmer heard the Bogart call out, asking him to wait while it retrieved its new clogs so that it could come with him. I don't know. Seems like the uh, perfect place for a giant fuck off, you know, uh, to me. But uh, come on, you know, the guy was scared by a bull in his roof. So maybe he was like, oh, man, you know, I guess I got to let him go with me. <laughs> I don't know why he turned into Gomer Pyle there, but hey, why not, right? <laughs> Uh, after hearing this, the farmer decided that the creature would be with him no matter where he went and chose to stay in his home. Uh, you know, I guess, why not? You know, stay in his home with the, you know, all that bullshit on the roof. Man. Didn't smell very good, but I'm sure it was a decent insulator, right? Come on, keep the heat in. <laughs> Apparently, the ones that lived in remote places, particularly the bleak moors and fells of East Lancashire, were considered to be especially dangerous. Most of the legends claim that they would often lure, lure lost travelers to their deaths in deep bogs or over precarious rock faces using floating lights described as pale blue candles. Yeah, uh, maybe I wasn't being too hard on them earlier. I wasn't bullying them. Maybe they're just fucking dicks. No, just saying. Uh, there are some tales that say that all of these little bastards actually serve a particularly powerful bogart known as Old Hob. Um... Man, I'm, I'm still trying to decide like if this is a badass nickname or just I don't know, a really fucking lame nickname. <laughs> I mean, send some emails with your opinions. Let me know. Is this a badass nickname? Old Hob. Is that a great nickname for an old scary ass fucking you know creature, or is it pretty lame? You know, uh, you know. Send me your emails. <laughs> don't judge me. You don't know me. You're not my mom. <laughs> oh man. Uh, when I first started reading about this legend, you know, I, I have to admit, I, I was pretty entertained. You know, I mean, it's it's kind of fun. You know, uh, I think that I, I I personally find it absolutely fascinating when when I, I came across the tale. You know, not only one, but like just tale after tale and story after fucking story. You know, even though you know the Bogart has almost completely faded from modern tellings. You know, I think that's pretty impressive that you know, the, the legend still is there, even though you don't really hear anything about it. You know, uh, personally, I, I think that we've all had that moment of insecurity or, or doubt or 
whatever you want to call it, where, you know, we're all alone late at night, middle of a quiet countryside, just listening to mother nature play our good night song. You know, when, when out of nowhere, we hear something that doesn't quite fit with the rest of the symphony of sounds. You know, we, we always reassure ourselves, you know, ah, it was just the wind or eh, just some native animal out on the prowl that is going to eat something smaller and definitely not going to eat me. You know, so we tend not to worry so much, you know, um, but after learning everything that I've learned over the last week, I, I might have to try just a little bit harder to convince myself that I'm not being cursed by a Bogart. Remember, an open mind leads to endless possibilities. Join us next time for another piece of weird candy. <laughs>